Hey there, I am Anna Michelle Gomo and you are welcome to the podcast. This is a safe space where I get to talk about God and how we can build our relationship with Him. On each episode, we'll be diving below the surface of the Bible to encounter God and grow. Currently, we are on a 365-day Bible challenge and it has been fantastic so far. And so I invite you to join us today because God has a word for you, but it is up to you to listen. So please stay tuned. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Today is day 139 of our Bible in Year Challenge, and you are welcome back once again on this podcast. We are continuing on our journey, taking readings from the books of 2 Samuel, 1 Chronicles, and also praying along with Psalms. And if you're thinking, for how long are we going to be praying with 2 Samuel and 1 Chronicles and Psalms? Well, newsflash, you're not alone. This journey has been very, very long. I mean, looking at um, the lives of the kings from Saul to David, that is in the real kingdom timeline. Do not forget that we are reading through the Bible through timelines. And we're currently in the royal kingdom timeline. And it has felt like forever. Like we have been looking at so many things. So many things to unpack. So many things to learn from. And it has been such a wild journey so far. You know, like the more I read into this timeline, the more I see the reasons why God never intended for this people to have a king in the first place. Like imagine all of the drama and all of the chaos and all of the divisions that could have been avoided if the Israelites were just content with God being their king. But God being God and we being humans, we always want to have our way. And then we unfortunately (laughs) have the gift of free will and God in his mercy lets us have things our way so that we can learn the hard way. I hope that while we're moving on this journey, we don't miss out on the important things that we're to learn, the major things that we're to look out for, and what it is that we are to gain from the story. Like reading through this, it might seem that we are reading a history book, or we are just reading about the lives of people that have lived before us, but there are so many significant things that we can learn from and lessons that we can take away. There is this um, very popular, um, I think it's a proverb or advice or something that always comes to mind. And it is that those who fail to learn from history are bound to repeat it. And while that saying really has no religious correlation, I'd like to apply to this case that we're learning about the lives of this people, chosen people of God and we are going to be bound to repeat their mistakes if we fail to learn from them. And one of the major takeaways that we can get from the lives of the Israelites this far is that there is so much pain, there is so much chaos, there is so much death, there is so much divisions that can be avoided in our lives if we just decide to let God be God. If we can just allow God to do things his way, 
if we can just allow God's will be done, if we can just submit ourselves to the authority and the power of God, there is just so much, so much back and forth that can be avoided in our lives and everything will be way much easier. Like at first it wouldn't seem easier, but in the long run, it would be easier because I mean, come on, the lives of the Israelites are just getting so complicated now at this point. They are at the verge of another civil war. You know, we can look at the clear breaking between the Israelites, the northern um, tribes of Israel, and then the people of Judah, the two tribes of Israel. And that is going to cause a whole lot of drama as we move forward. Anyways, right now we are rounding up on the story and on the life of King David, such a great king. Actually, um, and arguably one of the greatest kings of the Israelites, and his journey has been a wild journey as well. It has been filled with ups and downs, strengths and weaknesses. But one thing that has been consistent with King David is that he is a man after the heart of God. And we know that not just because that is what God calls him, but because he shows that and he proves that in his countenance and in the way he approaches God. So in today's readings, taken from Second Samuel chapter 22, it is such an amazing chapter of praise and of thanksgiving. And this chapter just gives us a glimpse into the heart of David as he is approaching the end of his reign as king of Israel and also the end of his life. Here we have King David looking back on all that he has been through from his life as a teenage boy in the fields looking for sheep to when God took him out of that to when he defeated Goliath, to when God saw him through all of the numerous battles, to when God protected him from Saul, to when God um, was with him while he was fleeing away from Saul, to when God um, finally restored him as the king of Judah, and then later on as the king of all of Israel, and how God has been so merciful. And... I don't know if this is referenced in your Bible, but in my Bible, um, the second Psalms chapter 22, there is a reference in bracket to Psalms 18. And even in Psalms 18, there's also a reference back to second Psalms 22, because these two chapters are very, very similar. But while we were reading Psalms 18, we've read that already, if you're asking. <laughs> but while we're reading Psalms 18, we're still at the beginning of the life of David. You know, we were told that this is a psalm that David sang when God rescued him from all of his enemies and from King Saul. So that was pretty much early in his um, leadership role when he was just beginning to reign as king of all Israel. Shortly after King Saul died, David sang Psalms 18. And now, as we have two more chapters to the end of Second Samuel, we find David again having this heart and this attitude of gratitude and of thanksgiving and so we can say that at the beginning of David's reign and at the end his heart never changed there were so many things that changed about David he grew and he matured in experience in war he had so many ups he forgave those who betrayed him he forgave his enemies he also had so many downs he sinned he had pride take the better off of him. He had lost control him at some point. He really wasn't the most present father to his son. He made some mistakes. And still, to 
through it all, David is grateful because he sees his life as a testimony of God's love. He recognizes that there were so many times that God would have abandoned him just as he abandoned King Saul. There were so many times God would have made up his mind to destroy him and take away the kingdom from him just as he did to Saul. But he realizes that God's love always prevailed. Even when he made mistakes to um, do a census against God's will, God's forgiveness prevailed. Even when he sinned with Bathsheba, God's love prevailed. Even when he, um, he really wasn't the best leader, God's love always prevailed. And here we have David being grateful for all of that. And I think that is so important. The theme of our reflection today is gratitude. And gratitude is such an important attitude that we can have. I mean, it kind of rhymes, gratitude and attitude, but it is a necessary attitude that we need to have as Christians because we can see our lives as gift and as an extension of God's grace. Because so many times we might want to look back on our lives and only see our faults, only see our mistakes, only see our weaknesses, only see the times that we fell short. And that might lead us to think that we really haven't done much or maybe God has not been that evident in our lives because if God was really with us, then why did he let this happen? If God was really with me, why did he let this happen? Why, why, do, why, why did this have to happen? Why did I have to pass through this? And unlike the story of David, you know, we can look at the story of David from a third-person point of view. You know, we can see so many things happening in his life and the re- result of those things. You know, we can see, okay, David did this and then this happened as a result. So it's much more clearer to us than it was to David. To David, he was looking at his life from his point of view, which means that there were still so many question marks. There were so many things he didn't understand. There were so many things he felt could have been changed to make his life better or easier and the same it is for us sometimes we look at our lives while we are approaching the end of a stage or a phase in life and it is filled with so many question marks like we are grateful that we reached the end of that part of our lives but it really doesn't take away from the fact that there we feel that there are still so many things that could have been done different there are still so many question marks like why did this have to happen And even if it has happened, why did it have to happen this way? But the truth is that human beings, we human beings, weren't created to know everything. You know, I feel like there there is an extent to our knowledge. And the, the quest or the desire to know everything, to be in charge and be in control of everything, was what drove us into sin in the first place with Adam and Eve when they ate of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And so we recognize that the only person that is to know everything is God. We as humans are to trust in God because he is our source of life. He's our source of knowledge of good and evil. And we are to completely surrender to him. That is the only way that we can have peace. That is the only way we can have the heart of gratitude, just like David has. So let's take a brief second to analyze this chapter because it is such a beautiful chapter that is second samuel chapter 22 and it says okay i'm just going to analyze it in stages so we're looking at um verse one it says 
When the Lord saved David from Saul and his other enemies, David sang this song to the Lord. Verses 2. The Lord is my protector. He is my strong fortress. My God is my protection, and with him I am safe. He protects me like a shield. He defends me and keeps me safe. He is my Savior. He protects me and saves me from violence. I call to the Lord, and he saves me from my enemies. Praise the Lord. So from verse 2 to verse 4, David is thanking God pretty much about how much God has saved him. You know, we're talking about one of the greatest kings, not just in terms of leadership qualities or wisdom or political strategies, but also in terms of war. David was an experienced um, warrior. He had seen so many battles. He had been in so many battles with the giants. He has been in so many battles with people that were more experienced than him. And he had recognized that there was no way he could have won any of those battles if it wasn't for the Lord's protection. And one thing we can be grateful to God for in our lives is for his protection that we wake up every single day not knowing how. We go out every single day not knowing all of the dangers that we were exposed to. We come back to our house not knowing all of the things that could have prevented us from doing so. Like there are so many miracles that happen to us daily that we are not even aware of. And so when you are at that point in life that you're struggling to finding what to thank God for, one of the things that you can thank God for is for his protection, for his defense, that you are able to even listen to this podcast is such a miracle because we recognize that there are so many people that are unable to do that for so many reasons. And so we get to thank God for his protection in our lives. And then we're looking at um, verses 5 to 7. Here, David is talking about how he was faced with an obstacle. So God has always been protecting him and defending him. But yet, at some point, he was faced with an obstacle. I think this can remind us that even while we are aware that God's presence is with us and that God is seeing us through, we are still going to be faced with obstacles. Our lives don't get to be read of trials and problems just because we're Christians or just because we follow God. But the difference is that with God, we have a help, we have a guide, we have a stronghold that we can lean on. And so here David is talking about this death, this destruction that is faced with him. And in verse 7, I love this verse so much. He says, in my trouble, I called to the Lord. I called to my God for help. We recognize that the only person that we can actually trust to help us is God. Sometimes, I don't know if you guys have been through that. I've definitely been through that so many times where I'm embarking on this new journey in my life or this new project and nobody seems to understand. You know, not my parents, not my siblings, not nobody. Like, I feel like every time I explain to them why I'm doing this or why this is such a big deal to me, they just don't seem to get it. They don't seem to understand and that leaves me feeling alone. That leaves me feeling like I have no one to turn to. I have no moral support, in quotes. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that I have no um, support circle. I do. I have a very strong support circle. My family supports me in every way, especially through prayers. But there are some times, there are some journeys that you go through that 
there is just nobody that really gets you. I don't know if you understand. Um, and in those moments, it might feel very lonely. It might feel like you're all alone. It might feel like there is no help coming. It might feel like this is a lost cause. I should just end this anyways. There is no way this is going to get, get any farther than this. But we recognize that in those times, we can call to God for help. God is that always present comforter by our side that is willing to see us through our troubles, that is willing to walk with us through that lonely pathway, that is willing to fight the battle that no one else is willing to fight. And so I hope that you find the courage and the strength to call on God now in your time of weakness, in your time of distress, in your time of fear. And then verses 8 to down to verses 13 talks about the magnificence of God and how God shows up in such an awesome, jaw-breaking way. You know, God is like the superhero in our story. It says, Then the earth trembled and shook. The foundations of the sky rocked and quivered because God was angry. In verses 11, it says, he flew swiftly on his winged creature. He traveled on the wings of the wind. In verses um, 17, it says, The Lord reached down from above and took hold of me. He pulled me out of the deep waters. Man, this you know what? Everything about this chapter just hits home because I can 100% relate to this. Like, when I just felt that everything was just overwhelming me. It felt like my strength was being drained every single day. It felt like the confusions were multiplying. I don't know if you guys can remember, but if you've been consistent on this journey with me, there was a time I did um, mention, I really don't like to put my problems out there, honestly. Um, I feel like there is really no need to tell everybody about your problems because everybody has one. But there was a time I did a quick glimpse into what I was going through. And I said that there were, that I was going through a hard time and that you guys should pray for me, which is something I really don't see very often. And so when I said that, you you guys should be sure that I really meant it. I really meant when I said I needed prayers. And I was so surprised that people actually reached out to me after that episode that they were praying for me and that things were going to be all right. I really appreciated that so much. And I just remember that I never said thank you. So I'm just going to say this. I'm so grateful to everyone who reached out to me. And even those who didn't reach out to me, but actually prayed for me. Thank you guys so much. Because guess what? Our prayers worked. Like I am at this point where all of that was troubling me then has all been solved. Like it is such a miracle. And that is why I can relate so much with this chapter. Because this is a chapter of the faithfulness of God. This is a chapter of the grace and the protecting power of God, the saving grace of God to his people. And God has saved me from all of my problems. God has saved me from what I thought was impossible. And now I am living in the testimony of that. And so this is so amazing. In fact, I'm going to read this verse again. It says, the Lord reached down from above and took hold of me. He pulled me out of the deep waters he rescued me from my powerful enemies and from all those who hate me. They were too strong for me. Yes, um, as hard as it is to 
accept our problems are too strong for us. Um, when we look at it by our own power, by our own standards, they are too strong for us, but they're not too strong for God, which is why it is so important to always go into any major, in fact, even minor battles, always go into any battle you face with God, because sometimes we do make the mistake of thinking, oh, I can handle this on my own, or oh, this is really not that much of a big deal, but then later on, it just becomes this huge problem that we're feeling so overwhelmed by but god is always there to rescue us he's always there to pull us out of that pit and out of that mirror even when it is as a result of our sins or our mistakes and then in verses 26 david is praising the faithfulness of god he says our lord you are faithful to those who are faithful to you and completely good to those who are perfect in verses 29, David says, You, Lord, are my light. You dispel my darkness. You give me strength to attack my enemies and power to overcome their defenses. I don't think I need to say any more because this is just self-explanatory. God is our strength. God is our shield. God is our warrior in battle. You know, when you... And you can just imagine how the battlefield would look like, you know, with armored tanks and snipers and rifles and guns and atomic bombs blowing everywhere. And you're just there, pretty much defenseless, almost at the point of death. And out of nowhere, there's just this huge guy, huge soldier that comes up beside you and just whisks you up. And at that point in time, you just feel safe. Because you know that this guy is going to save you from all of those attacks and all of those weapons. And that is exactly what it feels like to be in the presence of God. That is what it feels like to be under the protection of God. There is, there is really no worry for anyone who allows themselves to remain under the protection of God. There is this verse, I think it's from Isaiah chapter 26, verses 3. It says, You, Lord, give perfect peace to those who put their mind on you, to those who place their mind on you because they trust in you. Perfect peace only comes when we fully recognize that only God is capable enough to see us through our problems. Perfect peace comes when we entrust God with our problems, with our hardships, and we just leave it to Him. And we be still and just know that He is God and know that He is going to handle the situation. And with perfect peace comes gratitude because we recognize that we, we, we have no right to God's protection. It's not a right. We do not deserve it by any standard, but it is only through God's faithfulness and through His mercy that He keeps on protecting us. And so at the tail end of this chapter, in verses 49 to 51, David says this. He says, O Lord, you give me victory over my enemies and protect me from violent men. And so I praise you among the nations. I sing praises to you. God gives great victories to his king. He shows constant love to the one he has chosen, to David 
and his descendants forever. Coincidentally, I do have this poster opposite my bed, and it is a poster about gratitude, and it says that gratitude is a feeling of being thankful. It's a feeling of joy, both in times of joy and in times of sorrow. And what this means is that gratitude is not dependent on the circumstances. Gratitude is a state of mind that is always the same when things are going well, when everything seems to be going well, and even when nothing seems to be going well. David had a heart of gratitude before all of the battles that he faced, right when he was beginning to reign as king of Israel, right when there were still so many question marks, right when there were still so many battles to be fought. David was grateful for how far God had brought him up to that moment. And even at the end of his life, while there were still so many things to be um, to be worried about, I mean, he was going to be living at a very important time. The temple wasn't started yet. There were still so many battles that were to be fought. There, were still the, there was also still the pending division of the Israelites. And even in the midst of this, even when David recognized that everyone in Israel knew about his mistake, everyone in Israel knew that he was the exiled king. Everyone in Israel knew that David at some point killed his trusted soldier to sleep with his wife. And even when David recognized that there were still so many things that were wrong during, during his reign, so many mistakes, so many question marks, David still had a heart of gratitude. And so we recognize that in our lives, we can do the same thing. Even at this point where we have no idea whether we are at the beginning of a phase or at the end of a phase or in the middle of a phase, even when we are still faced by question marks and by uncertainties every single day, even when sometimes it feels like our mistakes are coming back to haunt us, even when it feels like, God has left us to our choices, we can still have a heart of gratitude. We can still choose to be grateful for what God has done and for what he will do. And so I invite you to this state of gratitude because honestly, it is the only state that you can find peace. And so I hope that we have this heart of gratitude through whatever we're dealing with, through the joys and also through the sorrows. And I hope that God gives us more reasons to be grateful to him. Thank you so much for listening this far. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Please do not forget to share, leave a review and subscribe to this podcast if you haven't. And I hope that you guys have an amazing day.